Welcome to another episode of the Stone Genius Podcast. My name is Ro. I'm the Stone Genius. You know me. I'm often stoned. I'm always a genius. Excuse me. I had something in my throat, which is different than what my wife had in her throat earlier. Oh, I should have a... Still had music going. There we go. Get... Uh, I will tell you one nice thing about n- being empty nesters is that when we're empty nesters, boom, sex is done by 9.30 in the evening. Or, if you're Bobby, and I'm going to let it get creepy because it did. Uh, let's see. what. Oh, a hof... I don't know why on earth this would be your first ever episode of the Stone Genius Podcast. I mean, I don't know where you'd run across this particular episode and say, start here, please. Or maybe it'd be more like, start here, please. I just wanted to get that voice in early and often. Uh, If you're listening to these in chronological order, then you know that the last show featured Tim Lytell award-winning movie producer, director, writer of the movie Man Baby, Tim Lytell, uh, was on the program. We discussed an upcoming screening that he's going to have of Man Baby, which will be in Brooklyn, New York, on April 20th. Uh, you know, as a stoner, I like the date. But it, if you're a real stoner that doesn't, it's, I know this year it's a Saturday, so it's just a regular Saturday. I mean, yeah. And I wonder now at the dispensaries whether weed will get more expensive on 420, just like flowers get more expensive on um, Valentine's Day. And I did have to think about what holiday that was because, no, no, I did not get Bobby flowers for Valentine's Day. Um, I made her a coupon book. Just kidding. I mean, maybe I'm kidding. I'm, I am kidding. I should have done that. I mean, in retrospect, me saying that I made her a coupon book, you all listening were like, that's, mm, that's, after 28 years, the 28th, is there 28th or 29th? 29th, question mark? Started 20, no, 28. So, uh, 28, God, I feel like it should, I feel like the year should change. I feel like at the beginning of, let's see, what movie? Now it's 28. So um, you would think that after 28 years, perhaps a coupon book, like for, say, good for massage or a hug or a you got it, girl, you go, girl, you know, something like that. That type of coupon book, you would think that while maybe quaint while you're courting, maybe it you're 28 together, maybe not as appropriate. Well, here's what I have to counter to that, is when you get them nothing, then the coupon book looks amazing. 
I'm just wondering whether I can retroactively give her a coupon book. Like, say, see, I knew I had this for you, but I misplaced it. And then when I found it, I decided to give it to you. Even though that is not true in any way, shape, or form. I got to be honest. I Coupon book never even crossed my mind. Like, so... First of all, Bobby and I discussed not gifting each other. So it's it wasn't just me. It was probably my idea. It wasn't just me, though, that participated. Actually, I think it was. I think Bobby still got me something. Yeah. So th- those of you who two and a half minutes ago thought Coupon Book was fucking stupid at 28 years, looking pretty good about now, isn't it? Considering I came... F- that nothing. Okay, this is not the direction I thought this show was going to go. So, anywho, anyhow, anyway. Okay, so Tim Lytell was on the program. And we were talking about uh, he is doing a screening at uh, the, I think it's Film Norwa Cinema. In Brooklyn, I will get that. I have it. So the link will be on the Instagram, The Stone Genius. It's already there. You can go back and see it again. The links will be there. If you're in New York City and you're not doing anything that night, the night of 420, come to Brooklyn. Man, we're going to have a blast. So here's a, here, here's a thing, too. So not only we talk about he's going to have a screening, not only is that. Hold on. Somehow I managed to weasel my way into being the moderator at the post-screening uh, Q&A session with producer Tim, uh, which is writer and director also, but I uh, believe the cast will be there, so it will, and it's going to be a blast. I mean, we, so, so over the next two months that we have, next eight weeks, we should have... 20-ish shows between now and then come out, I believe. There'll be another episode with Tim. I believe the also the, the person that is putting on uh, or hosting this event in Brooklyn will join the podcast as well. So um, there, there's, so, ugh, there's, there's a lot on this show. I've wasted six, not wasted, but... I feel like I haven't got to some things that I need to, and we're seven minutes in, almost seven minutes into this program. So uh, let's keep going, 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 going. So uh, the Brooklyn, so I'm going to host. That's going to be amazing. Um, so let's tie into that. So today at my job, I told them that we needed to work on an Exit strategy for me. And I don't care. It gets creepy. Yeah. Uh, So an exit strategy for me for at least, I believe I said, best case scenario, I will go down to part-time. And worst case scenario, I leave. Now, that's from my point of view. Their point of view, maybe they may flippity-flop those two. Best case scenario, I leave. Worst case scenario, I stay part-time. I don't know. I'm not in their heads, and I'm glad I'm not in their heads. Anyway, so I gave notice. I told them that I June 1st, that will let me get through New York, and then we, we do have a busy season then. And I told them, 
that if they needed to bring someone in or replace me, need someone that what whatever I I'm down. And I have to tell you, I felt good. I do feel like I've needed to do this for a long time. Every time I've thought about not being there and just working on the podcast and stuff, and there's other stuff. It's not just podcasts. There's a whole media thing going on here. Uh, I had I have felt such complete and utter peace. And happiness. I, and I know you can hear it in my voice. That's right, motherfucker. I hear it in your voice because you're so happy. Yeah. I really am going to do a show. And I'm going to call it the most annoying show ever, and I will do the entire show in that voice. Yeah, you will. This voice, maybe two hours, maybe three hours. I, this is what I should do. I will do an interview with someone who's never spoke with me, and we'll see how long it is before they say, is this your real voice? And I'll say, yeah, that's rude. And I'll be like, maybe I don't want to talk to you anymore. And they'll be like, well, maybe I don't want to talk to this voice. And I'll be like, well, that's rude. And you go, can't call me rude twice. And I'll be like, sure I can. I just did it. And then we get into a fight, but we're not physically there together so it's like we're just screaming at each other and they're like using normal human voice and i'm using this voice so for them that's gotta be off-putting and for me i feel like i'm winning you know what i mean i feel like this episode is slowly turning into the episode where i use this voice the entire time so you're welcome i'm just kidding uh, i'm not gonna use that voice the whole time at least not for this episode so <laughs> Oh, that's sweet. Okay. So, uh, so I... And I want you to know that when you... Uh, once again, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, and this is not a joke. I feel like I need to take a literal... It was direct deposit. So I, 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 I need... To, and see if it's just a line item. I need a check. I need like a, what looks like a voided check. I don't know if I can do that because I need it to show that if for one paycheck, it was 76 cents. That's how much because I'm working for benefits and I know what you're going to say. What are you doing for benefits? Uh, we got plans. So anywho, anyhow, anyway, so I it told them June 1st. Um, and I, and actually, if I do stay and I told them this and I'm being 100% authentic, I think it'll make me a better employee there. So what I'm looking at, so currently right now, I always tell people, oh, I can do interviews anytime on Thursdays and Sundays. Well, it's kind of Thursdays. No one wants a Sunday, especially during football season. Okay. Uh, and then when it gets nice out, no one wants to do the weekend anyway, R mostly not everyone. Let's say most people don't. So it's really Thursday, and then it's like other nights after 7. Well, that's 7 Central. So if you're East Coast, what? I mean, then there's math involved. No one except me seems to like math. I mean, it's easy. Once you understand the basics of math, that every single answer to every single problem is 69, then you'll understand math correctly. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Where was I? Uh... So, 
uh, doing that show. Oh, gave my notice. Right. Not notice. I Intent. My intent to exit full-time employment with them. Um, I, I think it'll make me a better... So here, here's what currently happens. So uh, let's let's say a Wednesday. So I'm off Thursday. I do, I do interviews. So this was this recent, most recent Wednesday-Thursday combo for me. This is how it works. Let's do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's almost half my week. So I get up 5-ish, 4.35 a.m. On, uh, fr- uh, on Wednesday morning. Not because I want to, but because my body says, I don't know what it's saying. But it's saying, it's not saying that I've had enough sleep, but it's saying get out of bed for some reason. I don't understand. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. So I, I get up 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, and I do some stuff. Um... I just recently started doing some light workouts, some yoga again, uh, as my body, since my slip and fall uh, on the ice has allowed me, I'm still having some hand and wrist issues, which is preventing free weights, push-ups, things of that nature. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. So I'm sure I did something in the morning. I go to work. I work all day. Uh, on Wednesdays, I work till 6. I probably got off early, I'm sure. I get home and... Um, I see Bobby, and this is how our nights have been going. We'll watch a movie, but she's on the couch, and I'm at the desk, and we're watching the same movie, and I'm paying attention, but I'm I'm doing notes, and I'm thinking about the show constantly while I'm doing that. So I'm not really giving Bobby my full attention. So I may have spent a little time, Bobby and I may have spent some time watching TV, probably not even sitting together, my fault, not hers, and then... Uh, I end up working on the show until 5.30 a.m. till Bobby gets up Thursday morning. So I've been up for roughly 24, just over 24 hours at this point. And as Bobby is getting up, I give her a kiss. And I say, I love you so much. You're so hot. But I don't have time for morning sex. And I go, I go lay down and I say, can you wake me before you leave? So I get about an hour and 10 minutes of sleep. So I get up 6.40, 6.45. So now my I've been up for 24-plus hours, and I get an hour of sleep, start working on podcasts again. So my first interview is at 10. Then I have one at 1. Then I have one at 4. Then I have one at 8. So that by the time I get done with the last one at 8 o'clock in the evening central time, it's almost 11 central time. Then... Once I get that uploaded and backed up and all the things that I need, notes finished, everything that I need to complete that episode, at least in my mind, that I need to do before I can move on, uh, it was one-ish, just past one, and uh, then I finally was able to sleep for like four hours. And then I had to get up and go to work. So now I'm exhausted when I'm at work. Uh, now, the nice thing about this this most recent that I'm talking about, that Friday when I went to work, uh, blizzard. So Wednesday, 60s, this is Kansas City, 60s on Wednesday, blizzard, snow blizzard, like not like a warm blizzard. Because like I said, the 60s. So most people, like as a Floridian, if you said it was in the 60s, I'd be like, oh, how god-awful cold. Um, but and then if you said 
two days later, there was a blizzard. I'm like, how do you have a blizzard in the 60s? Well, this is Kansas, and that's not how weather works here. Weather works however the fuck it wants to work. Sometimes it'll be hot. Sometimes it'll be cold. Sometimes it'll be dry. Sometimes it'll be rainy. Sometimes it'll be snowy. Sometimes it'll be doing everything I just mentioned all at the same exact time. And you're like, that doesn't make any sense. That's what we say. We say that all the time. We're like, this does not make any sense. How come it's pouring down rain, but it's sunny right now? Yes, exactly. So anyway, I get to what should be my... They feel, they feel like that's my, that's my job. That's where I'm getting my paychecks. That's where I'm getting my 76 cents per pay period. That's, wh- that's where this is coming from. So they, rightly so, feel like my focus should be on that. Um, it's not going to be. I'm sorry. I've told them. I go, if you want the perfect Rodney, the perfect Roro as an employee... Because they don't get to call me Roe. They do not know me as Roe. So you all know me as Roe. Everyone in my adult life knows me as Roe. They know me as Rodney. So I will be... So like when the queen or king knights someone... That if when I'm allowing you to call me Roe... That's like you being knighted or queened. I don't know... I would assume women can still be knighted because that'd be very sexist in 2024 if they couldn't be. But uh, I, if I let you call me Ro, if I introduce myself as Ro, then you should not that you'd hear this before I, I don't know, maybe. Uh, then if I if I introduce myself as Ro, then I'm comfortable with that interaction. With you calling me. If I if if you like know me from the podcast and always know me as Ro, Ro the Stone Genius, and then when you meet me, I introduce myself as Rodney. And like if you go, Hey Ro, and I correct you and I say Rodney, uh, uh I don't know what to say. I mean I do, but I don't want to hurt your feelings. Uh so let's see. So so movie premiere and then me telling my job that I'm going to um, exit stage left. I was going to be like Snagglepuss and exit stage left. Let's see how this voice works for that. Heavens to Murgatroyd, exit stage left. And you have to probably be at least in your 50s to understand that reference. I don't think Snagglepuss was around much after that. And I would say a character with the name of Snagglepuss, Snagglepuss, probably would not be named as such nowadays. It would be, well, first of all, it wouldn't be Snaggle. I would assume, like, when you can't call someone a spaz anymore, which... Some people can't call people spazzes anymore because spastic people are offended, evidently. Um, kind of the same thing. That you, you, you probably can't say. So there was, there was a, a, a manager that worked at uh, Circuit City 
at another one that I worked at, whenever I interacted with him, I always was, was thinking, we fucking have dental. We have dental. What? Because we did. And Bobby and I, and Bobby's in the dental field. So I would say while not, she's not a doctor and this is not a medical opinion probably, I would say that if someone's going to talk about teeth, and they are not a dentist, periodontist, something, a dental hygienist. I would take Bobby's word over someone else's word. Ooh, that would be a nice segue into something else. Uh, I can't do it right now. Um, but you, you, so, it, and she said, she called this guy a snaggletooth. So you probably can't call, because probably people with snaggle teeth, and if you're like, what's a snaggletooth? Uh, Jewel, the singer Jewel, that would be a snaggletooth. And I'm not being mean. She knows it's a snaggletooth. In fact, I would be highly suspect that she has referenced it as a snaggletooth in either song or word at some point in her life. And that's fine. You know what? There's better things to spend your money on. If you have healthy teeth, who cares what they... Mm, maybe... If you have, yes, let's, once again, let's focus on the correct word here, healthy teeth and gums. So I'd always heard about the British that it wasn't that they had bad dental hygiene. It's that they just didn't care about the cosmetic, I need braces, whitening, all that stuff. I uh, don't know if that's true or not. Uh, anyway, I digress. I digress. Uh, so let's see. So we've talked about Tim Lytell, me moderate. I did tell him I was up front. Now, not up front. That would not be the correct uh, term. Oh, shoot. Up front. Okay. Uh, I got to remember. Can I even remember the story right now uh, up front? I can't. So I'm going to I'm gonna change it. I'm going to. So uh, Bobby and I go for dinner tonight to Chipotle, and we're standing in line, and I, I'm ordering first because I'm a guy. And I just, I said, woman. I had, no, 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 no. I would never say that to Bobby. Bobby would knock me the fuck out if I called for a woman. Uh, so I did not say that. I, I just went first. And so I am ordering uh, tacos, uh, crispy tacos, because at Chipotle, why wouldn't you get tacos? Now, I will say when... My digestive system is not wanting food. And sometimes that's because it's just saying it doesn't want food. Sometimes when I haven't eaten in three or four days, then I then it's kind of hard to, uh, I got to uh, eat. Uh, and I know at that point I, I have to. So it's something that Chipotle Tacos, they are not a sponsor. I wish they were. Uh, actually, I wish... They don't necessarily have uh, sponsorship would seem like it would be better. And see, this is where I get in trouble. Where Bobby, this is why me stepping out on my own and, and not on my own, but starting this media conglomerate I'm going to start is I'm going to have to have key players coming in. In fact, I hope to talk to one this Thursday that I can somehow wrangle, finagle, uh, blackmail, perhaps, which is such a bad word. I don't mean it. Because that even sounds like an illegal word, so I definitely don't mean it. But I'm going to say encourage. Let's say encourage the use of photos. I'm just kidding. Uh, 
but uh, going out on my own. Um, so anyway, I didn't finish. So we're. <laughs> this is why I also need a producer, someone else to bring me back into all my stories. They'll have to be taking constant notes, which I apologize. So we're in line. And this is one of the. I love Bobby. She is so hot. She is so smart. And she's pretty funny. But sometimes it's a a delayed, like, she'll think of something like, oh, I should have said this. And it's like, oh, that was really funny. You should have. So that gap between time that the it should be presented and the time that she presents it, like the comeback or whatever, the zinger, uh, that time has started to shrink. And it disappeared tonight when I'm ordering tacos at Chipotle and um, uh, I'm getting steak tacos and he puts it in. He's about to move move it down on the conveyor belt or whatever the system at Chipotle is called. They're moving, moving it. Uh, if Tim is still listening to this program, which I hope Tim is, probably something that is similar to what he does at uh, Teriyaki Madness in Firestone, Colorado. Not sponsored, but he's a friend, and I want to support his business. If you're in Colorado, I don't. I don't care if you are in Colorado or not. You fucking fly into Denver, do something, stuff, and let me tell you, it's Denver, so there's stuff to do. And then you go up to Firestone, and you go to Teriyaki Madness, and you support my friend Tim and his business. Uh, not a pays advertisement or endorsement. And in fact, I will be quite honest, not my type of food. But that doesn't, I would still go and order food there, and I would probably give it away to someone. Because I support your friends. Uh, don't ask for discounts of friends that have businesses. Uh, support them. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Uh, I'm going to finish this story because it is a good story because it is hilarious. Uh, in fact, she said some guy in, even did a double take. I wish it would have been a spit take, but a double take's just as good. So anyway, we're there. I order tacos. He's about to push it down the conveyor belt. And... Um, I go, whoa, I'm sorry, I, uh, double meat. Uh, I'm sorry, I should have led with double meat. And Bobby, without missing a beat, she goes, you should always lead with double meat, which was hilarious. And a guy in the line did a double take and looked at her. And just, just to complete the whole, like when he looks, she is wearing a come-and-go sweatshirt from a come-and-go store, which... They have those somewheres. I don't know where's. I'm assuming, even the way I'm speaking there, that when I say they have them somewheres, I don't know where's, that's probably the dialect of the places where come and goes are. Now, I'm going to make a sweatshirt, and it's just a joke. I don't want it to be logo infringement or anything, but hers says come and go. So the guy actually, he said something to, Bo to Bobby. Uh, one of the workers, he goes, I like your sweatshirt. She goes, yeah, you have to go a long way to get it. And he knew, so he was obviously uh, from the South where they have come and goes. We just see you M and go. So I wanna, I wanted to make one that said came and stayed. Because I came inside of Bobby, ejaculated, if you want a more medicinal answer. And then I stayed because that ejaculation turned into Mo, which uh, 
I mean, I'm sure that Mo, I actually, I'm sure that, so this started as I'm sure that Mo doesn't, then I was going to be sure that the family did it. And now I'm sure none of you wanted me to explain it like that. But here you have it. Uh, so let's see. So we've talked about movie screening in Brooklyn, New York. I am so excited. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm excited. I don't I, I don't want to say I get nervous, but I will have a lot of energy. Now, it's 420. Uh, New York, it's legal. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, I. I I would assume somehow, maybe not on my taxes, but in my mind, I could write off the expense of getting some really, really top-shelf weed when I'm there. Because there is a difference, and I get it. I'm a cheapskate. Uh, I often wonder if I bought top-shelf weed, if I wouldn't smoke so much. Maybe I'd smoke less. Uh... But there you have it. Uh, let's, let's talk about smoking for just a second. Um, so here's the thing. If you're not a smoker and you've never been a smoker, maybe, just throwing this out there to people, maybe don't talk in absolutes about weed. Especially like, if you're going to admit that you don't, well, I, I don't, I haven't studied and researched it, but gosh darn it, I know. So here's the thing. Some things about weed. Um, technically, the smell of weed needs to be raw flour, not burnt weed. Now, can the smell of, uh, it could lead, especially in a car situation, because it's such a con confined area where the smell of, you, then there, I don't know all the legalities, you'll have to look it up, especially where you live, but often that can be a, uh, a, a cause, probable cause for them to search your car. It becomes harder when it becomes a house or uh, something else because then you have outdoors, you have more open spaces, you have all these different things. But but here's the thing. The reason that it has to be raw flour and not just the smell of... So here here's the problem that you have. If, if you smell like someone has smoked marijuana, actually we'll use a word from that sentence. If you if you smell that someone has smoked marijuana, then guess what they don't have? Probably that marijuana because they smoked it. See how that works? So that's why the smell of uh, uh, of raw flour would be more indicative. And there's been times where super cops have been able to smell raw flour from over thirty feet away. And not in an open area, not with ventilation. And there's, a, let's just say that there's a reason I said super cop. And I don't know anything about them. I don't know. Uh, once again, there's a saying out there, 50% of blanks fill in the blank. Not blanks, like I'm using that as a derogatory term towards someone. I'm saying fill in the 
blank um, graduated in the bottom half of their class. So, yeah. Uh, and the other thing. Uh, so, my nickname, the Stone Genius, Stone Genius. Um, two parts of that, Stone. And the reason I was given this, the same reason I was called uh, Treetop or uh, Big Dick Roro. I mean, there was reasons that I was called certain things. So my nickname, the Stone Genius, or Stone Genius, uh, has two, basically two parts. We're going to remove the, the, out of there. And then we're, we're going to have the stoned part, stoned, which when I t ask people to be on the, the podcast, often that becomes a sticking point. I can't be on a podcast with the word stoned in it. And I'm just like, Okay. I mean, if you're that big a fucking loser that that word bother like, I'm not calling you a stone genius. And I do, uh, once again, I've said this before, everyone always focuses on that word, not the genius. But here, here's the deal. My nickname, Stone Genius. So I'm a, a stoner by admission, and I am a genius by, uh, by fact, uh, by a card. I don't know, by a certificate. I don't know. I qualify and a member to International High IQ Society, so which reminds me of something else I'll have to go to later. Um, and you can tell I don't have... I was going to call it a shock collar, and I know that's not right. I can't think of it, uh, the thing so that you don't hear it when I hit the microphone, like I always do. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. So let me try to make a correlate. Uh, let's see. Try to. So if someone had the the nickname, I can't even think. So let's just we'll just use mine. So Stone Genius. So Stoned and Genius. So I'm a stoner and a genius. Here's a suggestion: If you are not a cannabis connoisseur, and you never have been and you're not like a researcher doing high-level research on the plant itself and its compounds within the plant, uh, maybe you should not talk about it at all, ever. Uh, and especially don't lie. So here's the thing also. Don't, don't, go, uh, don't say that you're allergic to something. So... Someone saying that they are allergic to the smell of cannabis would be the equivalent of me explaining to everyone that I am allergic to the smell of unicorn farts because they are the same exact thing. So you're, you're, you're not allergic to the smell of cannabis. Um, you may not like it. Uh, it may, your senses, it may run afoul of your senses, uh, but you're not allergic to it. You're not running into anaphylactic shock. You're not getting hives. Nothing is happening to you. And if it is, here's the deal. Find Guinness Book of World Records. Go on the news. Get your 15 minutes of fame because you will be the first. I tell that to Bobby all the time. She was like, aren't you afraid that you'll smoke so much that you'll die? I was like, no. If I was the, if I died of cannabis ingestion, I would be the first person in the history of the world to die from cannabis ingestion. So, 
Now, there's some people who are like, oh, I knew someone tried to eat a pound. Well, okay, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about smoking. Uh, or vaping, whatever you want. I- I- ingesting that way. Not eating a raw pound of cannabis. So, yeah, don't, don't, don't. I mean, here's the thing. You can Google it. You can Bing it. You can, if you're a certain age, you can probably search it on AOL. Uh, I'm sure Q would have something to say about it. Uh, anywho, anyhow, anyway. So let's move on. Nothing to see here. Um, okay. So don't talk out of turn. Like, I'm not a plumber. I wouldn't go up to a plumber and tell them how to do. Well, I see. I can't even I can't even think of something as ridiculous. The closest thing I can come is the unicorn farts. Uh, Let's see. What other notes do I have? Uh, Post-death wishes, catapult, duh. Um, yeah. So I got a lot coming up. Um yeah. This uh the next the next eight the next eight to twelve weeks are going to be life changing for me. Uh hopefully in a good way. I mean there's always the chance that it could go sideways. Uh there is a really good interview with someone that's in the can, but because of something that's going on, um we can't. We talk about it during the episode, and that was the first time I realized that, oh, I'm not going to be able to release this episode for a bit. A bit. Uh, but you'll find out during the, the episode, when it finally comes out, I will probably make note of it, but it's something that... Uh, yeah, probably come out. Let's see. What else we got? Uh, the Stephen Dolganoff interview. Go back and listen to that. Uh, uh, go out, even if you, even if you don't, I was going to say, even if you're not in the theater, go out and buy his book, support him. And I know that sounds weird. It, it, it tells about, uh, 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 perseverance. It tells about, uh, doing something he, he, he talked about on the podcast, how this was really outside his comfort zone that he had to, uh, to expose certain stories and things that he was did not feel comfortable exposing and doing, and I know that the uh, both the critical acclaim and uh, the response uh, from the sales of the book have been amazing. And I don't think that you're going to need to be uh, a theater aficionado to enjoy this book. Uh, it's called Thrillmaker. Um, it's by Stephen Dolganoff. Hold on. I'm going to give you the exact title. It is called Thrillmaker, The Story of My Musical Thrill Me by Stephen Dolganoff. Uh, Amazon bestseller. That's pretty cool. I don't ever want that title. Oh, let's talk about this before we, because uh, I don't have anything else to talk about. You know, like the first 26 minutes went by really fast, and then hold on. Well, that's what happens when you're not using this voice. If you're using this voice, time would you? Because remember, the time that you're talking about when it went so fast, this voice, you were using this voice. 
Yeah, I was. So that is 100% correct. So, But I am not going to use that voice now. Uh, let's see. One thing I'm really excited about is that as I build my own company. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to build a company that I don't want to run. And it's not that I don't want to run it. I will have plenty of input. And I hope to have a roadmap. But I am not the best person to run it. So uh, let's tie this into, I want to talk about the longest one night stand with Bobby and Roe. That's a podcast Bobby and I do together. Uh, It's been a while. So we decided because it was so tough. So on our one day off together, we were doing a podcast, which is really not something that is on, was on Bobby's bucket list. In fact, it still like isn't. Like, like if you had a, a thing of top 10 experiences that you didn't think you would have, that you would have, podcasting's still not going to make her top 10, unfortunately. I know that that's, she does it because she loves me, and uh, we have fun doing it. We have laughs doing it. It's a good show. But what we decided to do about a year ago was we got to episode 69. Of course we did. And then once we got to episode 69, it slowed down. I think we're so the next episode will be episode 72. So we put out two episodes since 69, which actually came out on 6-9, June 9th. So I remember that. So it's uh so it's been eight months since um So we've had two shows in eight months. And what has happened is that I was just like, let's just do a show when we want to do it. Like, you know, let's be motivated to do the show. The problem is that we're not. I mean, it's it's not a priority to her. And my priority is to hang out with her. And I like doing that in the podcast, but I... Don't care what we're doing. And so it's it makes it so our intent is to bring that podcast back, especially if I'm doing this full time, especially without another gig, then there are going to be multiple podcasts. So you're going to have the Stone Genius podcast. The Roro show will come back to do something. I don't know what. Um, uh, talking sports, probably going to drop the Tampa Bay, although I will be very Tampa Bay centric with my thoughts, feelings and sharings. Uh, so those are some, and then, uh, you know, uh, the longest one I stand with Bobby and Roe. So if we can get all of that in because Bobby only works, not only, she has the extreme pleasure of only working four days a week. So she has, uh, her office is closed on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So she has, so we could do a podcast on Friday. Take an, I would have it ready to go. We, we could do it and knock that out of the park. We release it on Sunday, and we still have the way. That way, when we get to Sunday, we still have our day off together. Um, I don't know if I, I, I'm not sure if I went back to it when I was talking about uh, being up for so long. Uh, I think I may have gotten it. I don't remember it coming out of my mouth. If it did, then you're going to hear it again. Um, so on that Friday, I, I remember I started talking about we had a blizzard. So the blizzard started, and um, God, if I didn't finish this story, I apologize. This is why I need someone to rein me back into these stories. So anywho, anyhow, anyway, we had a blizzard. So when the owner, I got there at 10. When the owner got to the store at like 10.10, 10, 
He goes, who wants to go? And I said, me, hit timeout, and I was mo- I was moving. I mean, it didn't need to get out of his mouth. There was no reason. I knew not who wants to work extra hard today. I knew that's not where it was going, so I was like, you know, who wants to? Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm just glad it wasn't like, I don't have insurance. Who wants to give me my colonoscopy? I mean, I'm not qualified to do that. And so I, but if I would have made the mistake and, and said that prior to, that would have sucked. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Uh, so we have a, I go home and I spend it with Bobby. So I didn't have anything scheduled that day. So I didn't have any podcast scheduled. I didn't have any interviews scheduled. In fact, I told Bobby how happy I was about that. And then an hour later, I was going to reach out to someone and see if they could jump on that afternoon to do a show. And Bobby's like, I thought you, and I did. I wanted to, but I love doing that. I love talking to people. I really do. Um, So anyway, that finishes off that story. Uh, Let's just jump back to current times, which not that we weren't on current times, but uh, the, with, the podcast going forward, I am excited because I'm going to build a team. And as I build, I get to build a team. I get to choose the team. And it's going to be amazing. Because here's one thing about me. I love surrounding my people uh, around myself with people smarter than I am. And it's not always fun to do. I mean, sometimes I'm just like, ugh. But going back to the old slapping down the challenge card with your IQ number on it, I don't mind losing. So I'm gonna have and I'm gonna find I'm gonna find fucking just the the best of the best. Uh I I'm gonna have I'm I'm gonna make someone someone's rich. Rich beyond their they can't even fathom how rich and, and it's not once again, it's not like podcasting that's not that's what i like to do but i have ideas and they're okay they're pretty good they're better than most oh i sounded like a tiger woods putt <sighs> anywho anyhow anyway so we have some uh great interviews that have uh already come out we have some that are coming up that haven't been recorded yet we have one or more that's in the can Oh, let's talk about Patreon for a second. I'm sure that I've left a lot of other stories open. If I remember them, I'll get back to them. If not, then text me or call me or email me at row at thestonegenius.com. R-O at thestonegenius.com. So you can always email me. Give me show ideas. Give me whatever. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. So Patreon, I was trying to think of what do I have that people might want. This, uh, never mind. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, um, so like tears, I was saying I have a lot of unreleased shows. Um, some of them is because maybe the conversation went off the rails and was kind of, uh, some of it is sometimes I do a show and I'm just not happy. Not that it was probably a bad show, but I may not have been happy. Some of the shows you may be interested at how often. So what I'm going to do is there, there's going to be episodes like that. There's going to be discounts for merch for Patreon members. A merch store hopefully will be up. 
it will be up by June first. I mean, when when I am going to this full time as opposed to my other gig full time, then everything will be ready to go by that time. So by June first, the merch store will be up. I have a lot of great T-shirt ideas. In fact, I've had to trim it down, and my trimming it down did not do a lot, honestly. I mean, I still have 25. Let's see if any of these are any good. Because remember, often when I am putting pen to paper and often if I am transferring from one, like I was paring this down, I am generally under the influence of cannabis. In some way, shape, or form. So let's see. Uh, I'm my wife's hype beast. I like that one. I'm my wife's hype beast. You could be, I'm my spouse's hype beast. That's a good one. That way it could go. That way you could be, I was going to say, you might as well, if you're going to have to have men's and women's sizes and cuts, then you might as well say, I'm my wife's hype beast or my, I'm my husband's high speed. Uh, where's the catapult? Uh, personal favorite of mine. It should be a personal favorite of most people that are going to attend my uh, my memoriam. My I still need to see if there is a a cat, catapult company that just specializes in catapults. See, and this is like what the Roro show should do. The Roro show should do like um like uh, stories. Like one that I want to do, like a lot of times in the news, you'll hear a story. Let's use the one that I actually want to do. There's someone that I work with at Best Buy that uh, was going to go to Europe. And we're like, okay, everyone says that. Hold on. We were like this. Okay, buddy. You say you're going to go to Italy after the Christmas rush is over. But you know how many people say that? A lot. And I don't know what makes you think you're special, but good luck, buddy. And then he went out and did it. So he went to uh, Italy. And you're like, you may ask yourself, or you may be asking. Hey, Ro, you say that he went to Italy. How do you know? Did he check back in with you? Did he call? Did he correspond via mail or email? Uh, No, none of those. I saw him on the news when they said local man kills shopkeeper in Italy. Hold on. I guess that's the appropriate sound for that. Anyway, so like so here's the deal. So the and I I have not done a deep dive. I probably wouldn't even know how to do a deep dive. Once again, having someone added to the show that will bring value. And once again, I'm not concerned about being the richest person myself in this endeavor. I think that people are going to make a lot of money with me. It doesn't have to be me, though. I like money. What I need is someone that literally wants to bathe in money. Even knowing how disgusting and everything, how touched and bleh, they want to bathe. Like, they want to get in a bathtub full of money. No, thank you. I mean... I would do that instead of a bathtub full of crickets, especially if in both circumstances I had the ability to keep whatever was in the bathtub with me, then I definitely would choose being covered with cash. However, gross. 
But I do need someone that wants that. I need someone that can see the possibility and just be, I want this, 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 ding, 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 and that money is the carrot to them because that is not me. Uh, anywho, anyhow, anyway, I uh, went sideways with that. Oh, uh, probably T-shirts. That's what I was talking about. Um, oh, but I want to do stories. So the row row should be like stories. I, I didn't finish. So uh, this guy, he goes to Europe. Uh, he goes to Italy. He kills a shopkeeper. I can't find anything about th- this incident. Like if I go to local papers, don't, like the day or a few days after it happened, there's a couple of clips. Like there's the big first story that had happened and then like, Maybe one, and that could have been in a European paper. Sorry, I was trying to talk through a yawn there. So uh, it could have been a European paper, actually, that I saw that day. But no one has done any updates, follow-ups, or anything. So I think that would be interesting. I don't know how. I, I would, like, I'm the type of person that could figure it out. Like, I would just call and be like, oh, you shouldn't be calling this person. Well, I don't know that. So I may just end up doing it anyway by accident. And maybe we'll find out. But, ouch. I do think that would be interesting to see the um, see what's happened and things like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, fuck. And I don't know of this person. They picked Italy, but I don't know if they knew Italian. Um I don't think they let you have your phone in prison to translate for you because that would probably be uh, because there's probably a difference. If you don't know the language, it would be hard to dis- to distinguish, perhaps, and I don't know this for sure because I don't know the words in the Italian language, but it may be hard to distinguish like the phrase, um, could I have an extra pudding, please? Uh, from the phrase, I'm going to fuck you in your asshole. Because I think both of those might be said in prison at some point, and I, personally, as a prisoner, would want to know which one I was hearing so that I could make the correct... Because on, on, on each one of those, for at least me, there is a very swift and strong response that I will give. Very... So very, yeah. Uh, let's see. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Uh, so I'm going to have someone. I, I get to pick my own team, though. Oh, that's going to be so amazing. It's just going to. I don't know if I will be able to convince Bobby that the Victoria's Secret models that no longer do that fashion show are very, very good at the type of jobs that I'm going to need, be needing to fill with. Uh, actually, I'm not. that's not a fight I'll, I'll be willing to even take. Even as a joke, let's say I'm not going to take that fight. Uh, let's see, what other uh, T-shirts do we have? Uh, this is totally me. Unbelievably borderline successful. Uh, it's not worth ruining my life. Uh, conspiracy hole, still one of my favorites. I do things big like a giant. Uh, the bag is for my head. Now, with this T-shirt, I think that you should get a paper bag to go with it so you can actually wear the T-shirt and the bag at the same time, and you're welcome, and you'll pay twice for that. Like, you would think, like, if you could buy a T-shirt for, let's say, in its capitalism, thirty nine ninety 
five is what we're selling the t-shirt for. I don't care if you're in your head, you're imagining for $39.95, it's a long sleeve tee. That's fine. It's not. It's short sleeve. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, let's say $39.95 is what that's going to cost. Uh, I would say that if I'm going to sell you this shirt and then give you the paper bag it comes with, extra 20 bucks, easy. $59.99. That's the price I'm going to put on it. In fact, if I really want to sell it, I would make it $79.95, uh, like $39.95 for the shirt. And if you're like, the paper bag's 40 bucks, yeah, the paper bag is 40 bucks because there will be people, well, it must be worth it. And it is. I will tell you, well, I will not tell you because I don't know this from experience, but I would say there could be situations where you may want to bag your own head. Like, let's say if someone started masturbating in front of you, you may want to put a bag on your own head. Like I say, the bag's for you. Because if you, so if someone starts masturbating in front of you, which I will say uh, not common, probably, well, now that I think about it, there's probably a lot of uh, comedians that did that for some reason. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, if you're in this situation, where someone starts masturbating in front of you, just like, just like they like they were washing dishes or folding laundry. It wasn't it wasn't like sexual towards you. It was just like something they were gonna do. They were doing. They needed to. They needed to let off some spews. I mean steam. So anyway, they are start jerking off in front of it, and you're like, ah, fuck. I what? What do I do? I mean. I can't just close my eyes. You don't. This has never happened to me. Um, but here's one thing I will tell you I would suggest you do not do. Just from a risk and safety perspective. Uh, if you see someone who starts masturbating in front of you, even if you don't believe it's sexual, uh, don't close your eyes. Uh, I would probably, even though it seems weird to you, oh shit. See, now I'm talking myself out of the bag because you're not going to be able to keep your eyes on them if you have a bag on there. I was going to say that if you put the bag on their head, it really, I think it makes it weirder actually. I mean, if you have someone that's going to start to masturbate in front of you and then they put a bag on their head while they continue to masturbate in front of you, Oh, that would be funny. Like, you were so ugly that they needed to bag themselves, which, now that I think about it, that's why I say the bag's for you and not for them. Like, if you're jerking off and you're like, ah, I just can't, and you put a paper bag on your head, which is different than when you put a plastic bag on your head while masturbating. Uh, anywho, anyhow, anyway. How did we develop, de devolve, devolve? How do we become, how do we get there? Uh, oh, the bag is for my head. It comes with a bag. That's why. T-shirts. Uh, let's see. Some of these, most of these T-shirts are from guests. Conspiracy Hole was from a guest. Um, it's not ruining, it's not worth ruining my life was a guest. I probably should have known which guest to attribute these to. Uh, but I do know this, um, 
This one's from Trinity. I'm not wrong. That had to do with a little back and forth. She asked me what a stick with a chain with a ball with spikes in it. Or I asked, do you know what that's called? And she said, ball and chain. I go, it's called a mace. She goes, well, I'm not wrong. And she, they were not wrong. They were 100% not wrong. I'm not going to say they were right because I was looking for an actual technical field name for it. But uh, let's see. A life sentence is shorter than it used to be. I don't know if I want to put that on a shirt. He's just ugly. Not He's not gay. Saying, uh, I'm, I'm sexy AF and I'm freaky. Uh, and then what was the other one? Um, oh, this one. So this was a comment that I made to Bobby. Bobby, I, I don't remember the full context of when I originally wrote this down. But the, what I wrote down, so... Here is my best guess, my best recollection with not having any memory recall of this at all. And if you're like, wow, this seems weird, especially when I tell you what happened, it's not. I mean, this is literally a daily basis. I mean, Bobby's seeing my junk all the time. Like, literally, like, especially when the kids are at our house, my junk is in pretty much full display most of the time. Not all the time, most of the time. A good majority. More often than not. Dog just whining because she's itching her ear. Uh, so, and, so probably what happened is I had a boner. And because my wife is amazing, she asked, would you like me to take care of that? And my response was, well, it's not going to suck itself. Which is true. Um, I, at a, at, a, at a younger time, could have attempted to suck myself. Uh, but let's just say with some... with arthritis and a lower back that's gimpy right now and said there's no way like like I know it's not gonna work like now I feel like a guy that has a small dick because I always told Bobby that the only uh the only people that will say that they have there's two types of people that'll say they've never tried to suck their own dick that's people that dicks are too small and they can't get to them, or physically they can't reach them, and they know that, so they don't even try, or liars. Those are the only two types of people. And here's another thing. If you're listening to this program, and males know I'm telling the truth. Females, if you are curious to this, and you have the cojones, I will tell you the same exact thing I told my wife. When Bobby first found out the guys, when I said... Guys try to suck their own dick. And Bobby didn't believe me. She was working part-time uh, with some gentlemen. Um, and so she asked these gentlemen. She was going to ask them if they had ever tried to suck their dick. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not what you do. I said, Bobby, okay, here's the deal. If you go up to a dude and you say, have you ever tried to suck your 
your own dick, they will immediately say no. They will say no. They will say no. Nope. But if you go up and say, hey, when was the last time you tried to suck your own dick? You will get an answer. And an answer she got, like a lot of them. Like, I'm not positive, but one of the answers may have been, like, it could have been as recent as within the past 48 hours prior to this question being asked. I don't remember that exactly, but it could have been near the same time frame. Um, so, yes. So, if you can't do it or, yeah. So, but that's how you phrase something. You don't ask something that they can say no to. You do it. and Because if, if you ask them, though, I never try, I've never tried that. Because if you literally have never tried that, two things. Uh, they'll answer you immediately. Oh, I've never, I've never tried that. They'll look at you with shock and go, I never tried that. And you'll be able to tell that they haven't. But then you'll understand why they haven't. <laughs> I mean, if you think you can physically get to it, and if you, so here's the here's the thing, for people that thought that the phrase "just the tip" came from sex, like oh, let me just put the tip in. No, it's from guys trying to blow themselves and they could only get just the tip, or maybe that's more of a. But I'm telling you, like if you're 11 or 12. Just the tip is just the fine. Hey uh, So the T-shirt was, it's not going to suck itself. Um, okay. I, I did an hour. I can't believe it. Uh, swang. Uh, listen to the, the Stephen Dolganoff show was great. The Tim Lightell show was great. Uh, go to the Instagram page, my Instagram page, Man Baby Movie Instagram page. Uh, if you're in the New York City area, and I don't know what that means, like I like I literally don't know if you're in the next borough, like how difficult that is on a Saturday on a 420. I don't know. I would love to run into all sorts of people there. That I would love for, I would love for there to be a a Stone Genius podcast audience presence there that makes themselves very well known. Um, I don't know how, uh, but once again, row at the stone genius.com. You can email, uh, let's see interviews coming up this week. Uh, Bobby and I, our show will return. I think that I will do one more cross pollinated. I know that's not the correct terminology in this industry, but maybe I'll make it that way. So I will post it both on this program so that you all, uh, can listen to it. I know it's a big ask for you to go listen to something, uh, another podcast, uh, but I'm going to do it anyway. So the podcast with Bobby and I, the longest one night stand with Bobby and Roe, is an amazing podcast. It is so much fun to do with her. Uh, we're going to change up the format. Originally, we were very lighthearted about it because... I don't think we knew that we'd do that podcast for a year. Now, that being said, we're going to try to make it a little bit more impactful. We're going to talk about things that may mean something, may not. I know that one thing I want to talk about is being kidnapped. Yeah, me versus you being kidnapped and how uh, 
how something like that happens. Also, uh, amnesia. So those are some of the things. So it'll be our 72nd show. Uh, that should be coming out soon. The longest one night stand with Bobby and Roe. My beautiful, intelligent, sexy as fuck wife. Uh, Bobby will be uh, my co-host on that, or I will be her co-host on that show. Uh, I will probably debut it here for the last time. Uh, you'll have to go over there and listen to it. But if you have a significant other and you they don't listen to this podcast with you, maybe they'll listen to that one. We'll try to make that one entertaining, too. And Bobby will always be able to rein me in. And I said always, and I usually don't use statements like that, but Bobby is amazing at doing that. So I... Thank you, Bobby. Uh, For everyone else... Hold on. For everyone else... That's all you get. You don't get to get weird with it. Sorry. Uh, everyone else, thanks for listening to the podcast. My name is Ro. I'm the Stone Genius. Oh, hold on. We're not leaving. Shit. We're doing this at the end of the this. This, uh, this is how we're going to sign out. So I am only going to play the first 10 seconds of this song. Um, I was asked by 918 Slasher and uh, Geo De Menace to give like a little intro to their collaboration album. I do, and I apologize to them. I did not, I committed to get it to them and miss that mark by two weeks, which I'd give them like a four day, I'll get it to you in four days, and I missed that mark by two weeks. So I very much apologize for that. Uh, Let's see, where are my files at? My downloads. So this should be, this is from the song Say It To My Face, which sounds perfect. And this is just going to be my intro as I lead us out with this. Thanks for listening, podcast. My name is Ro. I'm the Stone Genius. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Collaboration time. Oh, yeah. The Stone Genius from the Stone Genius Podcast. You're listening to 918 Slasher. Yeah. So I really appreciate them asking me to do that. And so I talked about earlier on the Patreon, one of the things I'm going to do. So what I did, so they needed 10 seconds to fit in there. And I need to talk about this on the next podcast. I'm going to talk about this on the next podcast that I do alone because I'm going to talk about what I did to do this, what you can expect to find on Patreon, uh, why it may good be good for you to uh, sign up for Patreon because you'll get special benefits like this. I know everyone says that. Uh, and my tiers are going to be reasonable. I figure, so I don't have to have a lot of members. If I have a $1,000 tier, a $2,500 tier, and a $10,000 tier, I literally only need like one subscriber to the $10,000 a month tier and I'm pretty set. So that's what I'm saying. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, uh, I really appreciate them asking me to do that. It's, it's so cool to be part of their discography, uh, going forward. Uh, just super cool. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, one thing also, I know I say one thing and then there's a whole bunch of things. So one of the many things that I'll be looking forward to, uh, when I go doing this full-time, is I'm hoping that I'll be able to go travel or meet up with people. Uh, speaking of which, 
Uh, there will be a meetup in April. I will be meeting up with uh, Phantom Paranormal. So that is cool. So I don't know what we're doing yet. We're doing something. I'm excited. Thanks for listening to the program. My name is Ro. Talk to you later. Bye.